0: All right, folks, what is going on? Back with another episode of the First Frame Rate Show. This is episode 317. I am VF Baller, and over here we talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. Uh, Today we're going to talk more Atlanta Falcons stuff. We're going to double back on the Deshaun Watson side of things and get Arthur Blank's uh, thoughts and opinions of the initial talks of the possible deal that Atlanta was going to get you know look into acquiring deshaun watson so it's going to be uh, a fairly interesting show because a lot of people want to know what Arthur Blank thought a lot of people thought that he was the main force behind it he was driving it but we're gonna i'm gonna go through the quotes that he had and i'm basically going to give you my thoughts and opinions so i think it's going to be a pretty cool uh episode today um if this is your first time here welcome like i said we we talk about george southern and atlanta falcons football I'm also on YouTube and Rumble if you want to watch the podcast. It's on YouTube and Rumble, just search First and Frame Rates. Also, if you want to listen to the podcast, if you want to find out where you can, um, listen on various podcast platforms, I'm on anchor stitcher, Spotify, I'm on Apple and Google. So you can go check out any of those areas to your liking. Um, I advise you to, to subscribe to more than one area, whether it be video or audio, cause you never know what may happen to any of these platforms. And, uh, uh, every day I'm, I'm here putting up content on one of these two teams. The Georgia Southern Eagles right now are in full pad practice. They were in practice uh the, uh the yesterday, and they look really, really good. And uh, this is not your uh, typical team when it comes to Georgia Southern, what you're normally used to seeing. I think this team is going to be very different, and they look very, very good. So um, when they have more information, I will talk about that. But today we're going to talk about Arthur Blank. Um, he spoke on the whole Deshaun Watson situation. And I know this is something that a lot of people have been, been waiting for. A lot of people want to know what this was about. Was it something that Arthur Blank wanted? Was it something that Terry Fontenot wanted? What about uh, Arthur Smith? Who was the initial drive to this? Well, I don't know who was the initial drive, but we want to look at all the quotes and um, what uh, Mr. You know Blank said about possibly getting Deshaun Watson and in the initial talks and how that went down. So he was on uh NFL network and he had an a interview with a couple of guys, I think it was Steve Weiss and uh, someone, I, I can't remember who it was because I only read it. And I, I mean, I saw the, the uh, I saw the interview, but I didn't listen to it. I just, I'm reading this off the Atlanta com website. And I'm going to give you my, um I'm giving him a read for what he read, what he said. And I'm gonna give you my thoughts and opinions. So uh first and foremost, he said uh when they, they were discussed. Well, let me back up a little bit. Say he discussed the organization' preliminary interest in Watson and the work they did, delving into the off-field matters prior to a one-hour and fifteen-minute meeting with the quarterback earlier this month. So they did a little bit of interest. So basically, they know that he was available. We already know about the situation with Matt Ryan. They wanted to get him off the books and move him somewhere else, but at the same time, they were still trying to get Deshaun Watson. So From the beginning, before this hour and fifteen minute meeting, uh, this is what Arthur Blank uh, said. He said, "Quote: We did enough at that point from a legal perspective. I feel like having a conversation with him was worthwhile. Doing one of the criminal cases was not pursued by the grand jury." The second one was a little later and they were, we were comfortable with that, but we had a lot more questions. If we were going down that path to follow it super seriously. So basically saying like they looked into it, they understood that someone was dropped. And when the first one was dropped, that's when they decided they're going to go look into it. Once those, uh, you know, those crate cases were starting to be dropped. So they felt like they were comfortable because if the cases were dropped, there's nothing to really, you know, look into as far as any scrutiny, but you know, the quarter of public opinion is totally different. If you looked at what's going on now on social media, they got a clip of Deshaun Watson out there looking, he looking, looking kind of funny style answering some of these questions. So it was a really, I, I'll get to that later. But anyway, uh, The level of pursuit we had in the exploratory stage was the right thing to do. If it made sense to go further than that, there would have been a much more intensive process. Now, um, I'm not saying I don't believe him, but I don't think, me personally, I don't think you just take something like this step by step. It's either you go all in or you don't. So I'm not saying I don't believe him. Maybe they were just, you know, trying to take things, you know, be careful because they don't want to overlook anything. That's just my 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 guess but i feel like something like this you you go all in before you even start trying to talk about him you don't want to or talk to him you don't want to just look at one thing and jump in and then you know you're still showing a sign of commitment uh to actually try to pursue somebody and you don't know everything yet so that was a little shaky right there um they said the Falcons only had one meeting with with Watson, who ultimately waived this no uh, clause trade to, for the Houston Texans to allow him to talk. It okay, we already know about that. Um, Blank said he remains comfortable with the Falcons' preliminary exploration of Watson and made a clear made a clear point to say more work would have been required for before possibly acquiring him. The word "explore" is a key word. Blank said, and we match the amount of of work we are doing to. To the word exploring, it was it wasn't more than that, it wasn't less than that, it was a commitment we made. We had an interview with him, and that was the last of it. Okay, that's interesting. The surrounding issues surrounding Watson, our area of concern. I don't know what the truth is. I know what Sean says, but I also know there are twenty two allegations out there that are very significant. That's a very significant, serious subject. So basically what happened was they looked into it and when they realized that uh some of these charges were dropped criminally they knew it said a civil case but they still felt like it was okay to go after or go into talking to Deshaun. this this is nothing that i said like I don't think that I don't care who's going at them. You want to be in a race of trying to get a, a franchise quarterback when something like this is going on, regardless if he's in uh innocent or guilty, you want to know everything you can know before you start talking about somebody. That's just me. I mean, I'm not the billionaire that has all the money. I don't know how to run an organization, but I'm just saying just vetting somebody. And um, with me being, um, I have a history in law enforcement prior to me doing what I do now. Um, you would know that, you want all your ducks in a row before you vet anybody or you want to vet somebody to the extent before you bring them in. So I I think there was kind of against the clock because other teams were pursuing. So they felt like they had to talk to them, which I do understand that from a, you know, a, a free agency business perspective. But when you're looking at it from, you know, just things that are bigger than football, you don't want to put yourself in a situation like Cleveland is in right now. People can say what they want. Cleveland got a franchise quarterback, but they're going through a lot of stuff right now because of, uh, not only that the Cleveland, you know, Brown said they did this type of extensive, uh, background check or extensive situation of, or uh, went, went all, ex- went through an extensive exploration of this situation and now you got this news, uh, this news, uh, local news in Cleveland is putting out information that I'm um, clearly the Browns had to see this. Now I can understand that the Falcons didn't see it because the Falcons are not necessarily, you know, they weren't necessarily that far along in the case. And I don't think anybody would have saw that footage of Deshaun Watson being questioned um, until now, I don't even think the, any owners or anything about it, uh, any football team would have had access to that. I, I just don't know how that works. I mean, because if, if if teams would have had access to this, I'm not sure that anybody would have signed Deshaun Watson. That's just me. I mean, it just looks like a bad look. If you've seen the footage, it, it's on Twitter. I would try to link it in the description so you can see it. I mean, it looks pretty bad for Deshaun Watson. Guilty or not, it, it just looks bad. So I'm going to continue to go, and I think this is the last quote that he had. He said, uh, um, I think our job is to pursue opportunities. And, and I okay, before I go further, I do – I have no problem with that. Regardless of the situation that a player is going through, some, some players may be just completely hands-off, and I feel like if the charges would never drop, he would be hands-off. But I, I can understand if you're going to look into a situation because you just never know what the outcome is. But, um, you just really can't jump foot first into something without knowing everything. And I think Arthur Blank, they, they tiptoed the line on this one. All right, let's finish what he said. In this case, professionally, we knew what we could put. We, we knew he could play at a high level we had experience with him he was in our facility for four years as a ball boy he Developed a great relationship with matt ryan and others in the work that he had we had that as a frame of reference that we had which is a bit different to get in the point of view the, the point of the interview that was comfortable commitment for us what would have happened if it had gone further i'm not sure yeah I, you know what i'm saying it's like so basically, Arthur Blank and them just basically tiptoed around the whole situation. They told the line so close, you know. But I don't know if it was a done deal, and like it was, it was reported. Now that's on Terry Font. Though I don't think that I don't think that's on Arthur. Blank. I think he signs off on the deal after it's done. But you still let your GM do his job, and I think that's what happened when all the reports coming out saying that he was going to come to Atlanta. This, I believe that that was the case. You know, I believe that he was going to come here and Arthur Blank was going to sign off. I don't think Arthur Blank was the one that said, Hey, I want Deshaun Watson here and I want him to get this kind of contract. That's what the GM does. So I feel like once it got to that point, you know, that's where the, those reports came in. I don't think that um, Arthur Smith or not Arthur, Smith, but Arthur Blank had any say on it. I think this is probably where it just went as far as the ownership goes. And. He starts, this is basically, this is how I feel basically what happens. Arthur Blank probably went to, uh, found out that Deshaun Watson wanted to talk to the Falcons. He wanted to talk to Arthur Blank because him and Arthur Blank was close. He probably felt that everything was cool on the up and up. And uh, probably told Terry Fondo, do what you can to make it happen. I'll sign off on it. And I believe that this is what was the report started to come in. At the same time, Cleveland came in at the last minute and gave guaranteed money and and Deshaun Watson went to Cleveland, uh, so that 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 to me that makes sense. Um, as far as Arthur Blank, I I'm not going to say he's not telling the truth, but I can see where this would make sense because most owners, um, you would you would want an owner to mostly be hands off when it comes to like actual signings and stuff. But with this relationship that he had with Deshaun Watson, I can understand where um he probably would have talked wanted to talk to him especially when he was like you know going through all his legal issues uh do i think that um do i think they tiptoed the line once again like i said i think they got really close they put their feet really close to the fire on this one they i think they really was getting to the point where they wanted to try to get him and they kind of said like all right we need to see the second step But what is the second step? What is the next step after you know that some charges were dropped, but you know there's still a civil suit? Or you know that there's a possibility of a civil suit? That right there is is pretty much just as as harmful as a a criminal suit. So you got to be very, very careful when you say that you wanted to pursue somebody and they're under this type of situation. 'Cause like like I said, you can see it now. You go look at those um look at that interrogation. That looks really bad for Cleveland right now. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, it, it it's bad when you get a lot of people on social media to start to like everybody's like pretty much in agreement that this looks bad. Because, you know, the court of a public the court of public opinion is it, it doesn't, it doesn't it, it it carries a false weight it carries a false weight that actually can hurt you. Like you're, you already heard the term. You don't care what anybody think because the truth is the truth, but sometimes it gets to the point where it's overwhelming to the point where, all right, we know the truth Deshaun. you may not have done this, but PR and, you know, uh, you know, just the optics of it looks really bad. We may step away from you. And it looked like that's what happened with the Falcons. The Falcons probably got caught up in the situation where, it would have looked really bad if he would have chose the Falcons. And I think the Falcons tried their best not to pursue any further than this. But I do believe it's more to the story. I do believe the the story was actually true that he was coming to Atlanta. Too many people started to report on it. And we dodged the bullet because the Browns decided to give this guy guaranteed money. And I think at the end of the day, we got to be thankful for the Cleveland Browns because you think it's bad in Cleveland right now. If this guy, let's say if Fox 5 or 11 Alive or WSB in Atlanta, uh, I think, what is it? Is it CBS 46? I think CBS 46. I can't remember. But just imagine, like, if any of those um, stations pull that up, you know, of the, Deshaun the Watson and the interrogation like they're doing in, 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 I think it's News 8 in, in, in Cleveland. Or is, in other way, if you were to saw, I'm, I'm gonna put the link down in the description so you guys can see this. It looks it looks crazy. You first of all, we get rid of Matt Ryan, then we turn around and we we get Deshaun Watson, and then that shows up, that interrogation shows up. Wow, I mean you you you're talking about, you're talking about a PR nightmare. I mean you you're probably looking at a situation where Terry Fontenot and and, and Arthur Smith will probably never get a job again. If they do, it's going to be like a demotion like like uh, uh Arthur Smith would probably be a quarterback's coach, an officer coordinator again, and and I don't know where Terry Fano would be because that, that would be a PR nightmare. Like how could you keep these guys on the team or something like Like I don't know how the Cleveland Browns uh front office is smiling right now. They can't be. You know, so I, I, I just don't know how they – I mean, it, it's just a terrible look. And we dodged a bullet. At the end of the day, we are looking pretty good right now as the Atlanta Falcons team. No, we don't have our franchise quarterback no more. We don't have our quarterback for 14 years. Matt Ryan is going to the uh, Indianapolis Colts. But we got a pretty decent team right now. I, don't, I mean, I'm looking at all these moves that we made. I talked about that in episode 316. All these moves that we made. Um, if we can get some protection for Mariota and he don't turn over the ball, I think we're going to be all right. Hey, it would have been a lot worse if Deshaun Watson was on his team and like I said I think Arthur Smith and company tried to tiptoe around this they tried to put their feet close enough to the fire to figure out how hot it was and and Cleveland they didn't even put their feet in the fire they just jumped into the whole barn the, the, the um, barn burn they just jumped right into the fire they didn't even put their feet there they just jumped right in it and they took the fall for us And and, and thank you you know Cause I think at the end of the day, you know, we we're still in a good position to compete, and that's something else I'm gonna talk about sometime down the road. I'm not in this business of tanking or whatever. We 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 ride it out with the guys who are going out there on the field. I want them to win every game. I don't care if it's uh, Marcus Mariota out there, Nate Peterman or Matt Schaub or uh, whoever uh, was it Peterman, the Mister Pick Six. I, I don't care what is out there. We, I want I want us to go out there and win football games. I don't care who's on the field. I'm not into this tanking for uh, Bryce Young or tanking for such and such. No, I don't, I don't play that. That's just me. But we'll talk about that another day. Uh, what do you guys think about this? Uh, all in all, you think Arthur Smith did the right thing by talking to him and 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 trying to get some information, or do you think they you know they shouldn't have ever talked to him at all? Do you think the Falcons got lucky? I think they got lucky. I think that they pretty much did, you know, they were, they were saved by the Browns. And uh all in all, I think it's okay. Uh do you think the opposite? Do you think that Deshaun Watson should be here and we just fight the Chargers right alongside him and have a franchise quarterback to win games? What 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 do you guys think? If you like this content, hit the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channels or the podcast avenues. If you haven't already, give me a five-star rating on that star chart. If you ever know Apple, and if you don't think I deserve that five-star rating, give me some feedback. At least let me know what I'm doing wrong. Let me know what I'm doing. Right. And, uh, we'll continue to grow together. Your feedback means a lot over here. And and if you find it in your heart or you find it in your, you know, um, in the back of your mind that you want to donate, all the links are down in the description. That helps the channel grow, that helps the podcast grow, and it helps the podcast expand. Also, that whatever helps expand, like I said in the beginning, sharing and subscribing to any avenue you like to listen to this on. If you are on the podcast side of things, I think they have an auto download. You hit that auto download, and that auto download will download as soon as I put the podcast up on on the uh, on the avenues, and you can be on program director. All right, y'all. Thank you guys for the support. Find a way to support wherever you like. If you're just watching, that's great. If you donate, that's cool, too. I will see you guys on Thursday with another topic. You guys take it easy, and you guys be blessed. Have a good Wednesday. Peace.